You got to focus. Sorry, I thought that was the 745 break. It's already 8 o'clock. Sorry. Good morning, everybody. It is a new day on this uh, Wednesday, Feb 9. I'm in studio with Teej today. We're brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. They're four-wheelers, utility vehicles, and side-by-sides of the fastest-growing brand in the entire motorsports, power sports industry. I'm talking about CF Moto. CF Moto may not yet be a household name, but soon will be. They're better built, better equipped, have a better warranty, and are priced less than the competition. You owe it to yourself to hop down to Goldsby and check them out. They are in very high demand, so the stock is constantly changing. Uh, Extreme outdoor equipment. Hey, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow is opening day for the defending national champs, DJ. OU softball underway tomorrow. Here we go. Oh, this is this is Wednesday. Yeah, here we go. I'm not only messed up on my time right now, I'm messed up on my day when you said that. So you got to get locked in I here, I got to get locked man. in. Well, Dot B was telling me it was nine days, and then you came at me on this side telling me it was tomorrow. Tomorrow. Uh, Nine-day countdown to baseball tomorrow for softball. Uh, Yeah, 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 that's right. Uh, tomorrow softball gets underway. A week from Friday, baseball season is underway. Man, I started getting really excited about baseball in the last couple of days. The commercial they put out yesterday was pretty funny, too. Skip wandering around the office. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, yeah, so tomorrow, 4.30, is that right? UC Santa Barbara? I think that was the time when we looked the other day, yeah. Old Plank's on a plane uh, today. I was talking to him yesterday. We did the spotlight together at uh, Sooner Vision, which, by the way, I left my laptop at Sooner Vision yesterday. I got home last night to start to do some tech prep and realized I didn't have my laptop. Man, that's a helpless feeling right there. It's one of those panic, those gasps. That <gasps> I knew exactly where I left it. I knew exactly where it was. My man Jacob Potter's got it for me. He's going to bring it to me today. But um, what was I saying? Oh, Plank. He's his. You know, he's here. We go. Like he was saying, he's waving goodbye to his wife and kids, and I'll see you in June. He's so heartbroken with their. I talked about him with this early season schedule, man. We've talked about it for a few years now with Patty and the way she works it, but one game between now and March 25th in Norman and a stops in between there and uh, two to California, one to Hawaii. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, he's heartbroken and waving goodbye to his family on the weekend. Their schedule every year is unbelievable. It's, it's great, and it seems to get better every year. Yeah. Mexico, Florida, Palm Springs, Hawaii. When are we going to play a home game? We'll, we'll throw in, uh, I think it's a Monday on uh, March, I think it's the 25th, against Minnesota. And then we'll be back at some point with a Baylor series. Buddy Heald traded to my favorite team, the Indiana Pacers Your yesterday, Indiana TJ. Indiana Pacers. How about that? You were the first thing I thought of when I heard the announcement and heard where he was going was, boy, Toby may How be a Pacer fan again. How about that? I think so. I think this is exactly what's going to bring me back to the Pacers. I've been cheating on him for about 15 years now. <laughs> but this might be what brings me home, Teach. Boy, they, I mean, they got Halliburton, Buddy, and Tristan Thompson yesterday, which I don't know why I care about Tristan Thompson. But You have the Kardashians now. Doesn't he dip in and out of the Kardashians? Hey, no. <laughs> well, I didn't mean what? Jeez. <laughs> 
Oh, I'm just saying it's an on again, off again relationship, isn't it? Oh, I apologize to the kids <laughs> out there. <laughs> um, I mean, watch out, right? I mean, the Pacers now have to be the favorites in the uh, in the state of Indiana. Um, in the East, Malcolm Brogdon, player, Buddy Heald, player, Tyrese Halliburton, promising start to his career. Miles Turner. I mean, they got a squad now. Good for Buddy. Getting to the Eastern Conference. Nobody, like, Sac- is Sacramento the biggest black hole as far as media coverage goes in the NBA? It wasn't until recently when Oklahoma City took that over. You set yourself up for that. <laughs> I apologize to all of our new listeners out there who are unaware of this. T.J. Perry hates the Oklahoma City Thunder. He hates your Oklahoma I'm City Thunder. I'm just honest about him, and he's I've been a, honest for years, and nobody would listen to me. He's a Dallas Mavericks fan who hates your Oklahoma City Thunder. He was for years a season ticket holder and still hates them. So, it was a business for me. How do you think I had a lake house and two boats? Made money off the uh, thunder. That's right. Uh, well, but you put Sacramento out. I understand there are some other small market teams. No, but you're right. Sacramento is your answer. West Coast, Pacific time zone. I mean, that, but now he gets to he gets to the east to a team that's going to be in <laughs> the Pacers get more coverage than Sacramento. Oh, yeah. Way more. <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, they're going to be in the playoffs, right? Where are they right now? Let me look at the uh, standings here. Uh, let's see, NBA standings. Yeah, I mean, uh, Indiana, double the coverage of Sacramento. Double. Double. They got four guys. Not to mention a historic franchise. Pacers right now are uh, way out of the playoff race. Mm, boy, I didn't realize they were that bad this year. I really got to start paying more attention to the NBA. Uh, he's not going to be in the playoffs. He left the team with the uh, third worst record in the West and went to a team with the third worst record in the East. Hmm. But it looks like maybe uh, this is a promising move for them. Maybe this will go. What's wrong with the Atlanta Hawks? What are they doing down in 10th place? They haven't been good this year. Look at these standings. Look I, at these I looked standings. at them the other day, yeah. Here's the East. Miami 1, Milwaukee 2, Chicago 3. Your boy Billy Donovan getting the job done in Chicago. Cleveland 4. What? Who told Cleveland they could be good? Philly 5, Toronto 6, Boston 7, Brooklyn 8. Brooklyn's in 8th place. That's embarrassing, Teach. They've lost 9 straight games. I, honestly, I have no idea what's going on yeah, in the Yeah, there, there's infighting there apparently too. So Charlotte Surprising. 9, Atlanta 10. Uh, in the West, Phoenix 1. Phoenix great. Golden State's won 9 in a row. They're great. They're 2. Memphis 3, Utah 4, Dallas 5. That's your team. Are you following them? Yes. You've been watching Mavs games and stuff? Uh, following them as much as I can, yeah. You know, they don't air games here anymore unless they're national, so... Denver 6, 
Minnesota 7, Clippers 8, Lakers 9, Pelicans 10. You will not believe the headline on ESPN right now. The Lakers are not satisfied with their current roster and looking to make changes before what? the trade deadline. So that's surprising with the LeBron James team that that headline would In come In ninth out. place? Um, I mean, they made a massive mistake in not getting Buddy Heald. And uh, now he's going to go to Indiana where he's about to turn that franchise into the favorites in the East. Does so. he ever find his way to the Thunder? Uh, no, I don't think so. No? Okay. Teddy, are the Pacers really an historic franchise? <laughs> yes. No, I mean, no, but not really. But they had some great teams back in the ABA days and stuff. They've but, had nice runs in the in the, in right. the NBA. Though. Well, they had the Reggie Miller era. Yeah. And the Davis boys and the Rick Smiths, and they go head-to-head with uh, – with uh, Michael, but they never broke through and won it. So no, you. But they are a uh, a historic franchise in my heart, and that's really all that matters on this show. So. People are already angry at us. I see what we're getting tweets about something about less NBA talk, please. Sorry, we mentioned an Oklahoma Sooner Buddy getting traded Buddy Hill got traded to the Pacers. Yes, that's the only reason it was brought up, okay? Calm down. You know what we need to do? We need a. We need a. next time Mr. Big Voice is in studio to record ads for us, or maybe we probably just send it to I him. Just I just send it know. to him, yeah. What do you need? Let's have him record a list of alternative radio stations. <laughs> if, you're, if you're aggravated with us, turn to this. Yeah, anytime somebody complains about what we're talking about, we just play the sounder. Here are other options for you. Turn the channel. Golly. Uh, Yeah, buddy to the Pacers. How about that? Good for him. It's the most high-profile franchise he's been on so far. (laughs) That's true. That is is factual, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they, they are not casual fans there like he he will be a star in the state of indiana like i don't i don't even know like what extent you can be a star in sacramento and i don't know exactly how much they care about basketball in new orleans i'm sure it's they do but it is a religion in indiana and how many ever jerseys buddy Hield sold in sacramento I bet he sold twice as many yesterday just in the trade to Indiana. Like, they are – they can't get enough. So Flying off the shelf. Yeah. <laughs> Victor's upset at you. Pet of the week? He said it's 8-13 to pet of the week. <laughs> Calm down, Victor. One thing I haven't mentioned yet, we did talk about uh, Arkansas beating Auburn last night. They end the Auburn win streak in overtime, 80-76. to Wild scene. Did you see the end of that game? I saw the storming. I I so uh, there was a dunk at the end that I don't think counted. But Arkansas had a, a big guy. The ball gets batted around. He ends up with it. He goes and dunks the ball as the sound. They've won by four already. He dunks the ball, but then when he dunks it, he which you know you probably shouldn't dunk. You probably should just dribble it out. But whatever. He's excited. He dunks the ball. He swings around, and his uh crotchal region is right in Wendell Green's face of Auburn, who's a little bitty point guard. So the game ends with Wendell Green having lost for the first time in forever. 
with this dude landing on him and everybody rushing the court. And Wendell, you can tell, is mad. Like, he starts going after the big guy like he's going to fight him. And then he just gets completely swallowed up in this mob of people. And I don't know what happened. Like, Wendell's 5'9", 5'10". Just disappears. Wendell? I think it's Wendell. Yeah, he just disappeared. I assume he made it out okay. But I don't know if he started swinging at fans or if he just, you know, if he got wise and just ducked and got out of there. I don't know what happened to Wendell, but... Somewhere there's a Photoshop worth where in the world is Wendell with that picture. He disappeared. <laughs> that was an aggressive court storming. It was um, immediate. Yes. Just thousands immediately. Like, I don't know how they, how it happens so fast. It's almost like, you know how sometimes the security tries to hold them back mm-hmm. and then there's a trickle out onto the court or, or eventually they say, you know oh, what, we can't. Say, ah, they, whatever, yeah, go ahead. That was almost like they were escorting them what's the quickest way we can get everybody onto the court it was like watching it when you see the shot from above it was like a time-lapse video right but it wasn't a time-lapse video it was live (laughs) hey i think that helps oklahoma but they've also played auburn so it probably incremental there's no doubt now that that win is and will remain a quad one win for ou the Arkansas win for a long time wasn't a quad one win. For a neutral site win, it's got to be top 50. Uh, it has recently become a quad one win because Arkansas has been red hot. I think that's their ninth straight win last night. Um, and now with that win over Auburn, Arkansas is definitely going to have a high enough net. I mean, barring a collapse, that they're going to get to count that as a quad one win the rest of the way. And they're not in any danger of the Auburn game not being a quad one. So I think that was a net plus last night for Oklahoma. Oklahoma, uh, biggest worries are not that. <laughs> it helps. It's nice to know they can tuck that. I mean, that's going to be the better that win looks. If it's close, that's their best win right now, right? Beating Arkansas by the amount they beat them is their best win right now. So... If, if they're a bubble team, that win is going to help. But they got to be on the bubble, and to be on the bubble, they're going to have to take care of some of their own business here the rest of the way, including tonight. When we come back, Jeff Haxton joins us live, play-by-play voice of the Red Raiders. He's going to educate us up on tonight's opponent. The final team Oklahoma hasn't seen yet in Big 12 play in the LNC tonight. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. 8 o'clock tip tonight, late one tonight, Sooners and Red Raiders. Two teams with opposite records right now in Big 12 play. Uh, Tech 7-3, and three, OU 3-7. Three and seven. Tech has been hot. OU has been not. We'll see if that can uh, turn around tonight. Uh, the rough and tumble Red Raiders come to town. A couple of games ago, they got the win over Texas. Haxton's ignoring us? Big time in you. Let me uh, text him. Maybe he doesn't. Uh, maybe he's not recognizing your... 
He's got kids and stuff. There's a lot going on out there. All right, very good. Let's see if uh, he picks up now after I've punched him a little. Here, here we go. Here we go. Uh, 7.30 pregame tonight on uh, Sooner Radio. Play-by-play voice of the Red Raiders. Uh, not from his garage. I don't know. Maybe he's in his garage. I think he's probably here in town. Jeff Haxton joins us live now. What's up, Hax? I'm at the Hilton Garden Inn. That a boy. What room number? We'll have everyone call. And- <laughs> hey, easy. That, yeah. Easy now. <laughs> How you doing, man? How you been? I'm doing great. It has been a wild season and a little unsurprising and uh, fun. It's been craziness. The, the first round with uh, Chris Beard is out of the way, and now you're just trying to look to settle in and play some basketball. And it's about to do it's Norman, Oklahoma. So how you guys been? No, we're good. We're good. We we uh, we could use some wins around here to lift some spirits, but uh, uh, we, you know, other than that, we're good. Looking good yeah. anyway. We are. Um, I grew a big tell- mustache just for you tonight. I don't know if you've seen it, but really, yeah. Look me, look me in my mustache tonight. I, I dare you. It goes with what we were talking about earlier with him. He's just yeah. a tough guy now. I here's what I maintain, Jeff, and I I want to word this carefully because I this Uh-oh. is. This is not in any way meant to be anything other than a compliment, so I need to make sure I word it correctly. Okay. Uh, we knew you in your ORU days. Outstanding broadcaster. You've gone to tech now, and I think you are, and I tell you this privately, so I'm not just saying this. I think you are one of the best that we have in all of collegiate sports. Oh, that is so sweet of you, man. Makes my dang day. Listening to you call a game is highly, highly enjoyable. But I think you have gradually taken on the Texas Tech persona. I like your. I think mm, your broadcasting mm-hmm. style has kind of gradually taken on the Texas Tech persona. Of it's a toughness. There's the people out there are tough, and they pride themselves in being tough. Right? Baseball, basketball. You show up. You're showing up for a fight. They even advertise the games on on the social media on Twitter as. Round twelve or round eight or whatever. No, I, I think you do. I think you got me absolutely pegged. Um, there, there is a little bit of if you do not get to that point, then you're not going to survive. I don't know if it's like it, that's probably really dramatic, but when you when you go out there. It's like you might not be coming back. It's the way you feel. It's like uh, we're we're all going out there, and we if we don't lock arms together, yeah, then um, it's going to be hard. Us against so, the world. Yeah, when you're when you're in that when you're in West Texas, it, it's a you know you talk about everybody everywhere you go is a family of some sorts. You know that family is we're going to bond together and fight, or, or we might not make it because just what others have uh, resources-wise or culture-wise. Remember, that place didn't get founded until 1925. So in comparison to a lot of these other Big 12 institutions or late 1800s, it's a, you know, a relative baby. And, and, and so there's some of that going on. So I think, you've, I think you've tapped into something, Toby. Yeah. So the mustache is, uh, you're saying TJ is a part of that. Like it's, I think that's a part it's of the it. West right then, that speech persona. right there, he's like John Dutton. Who's going to protect this land and this four family six. if we don't? Do you live at the Four Sixes Ranch? 
Uh, you drive through it every time you go to Lubbock. So uh, I do not live there yet. Um, I would last exactly half a day, I think. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's talk some basketball. This is uh, how, Tell me about the Texas night. Tell me about what that was like to go through. Um, the craziest night I've ever been a part of. Um, I, it's so funny, to Toby. I, we're rolling up to the arena, and you can kind of sense the madness already. And my, my, my uh, 13-year-old daughter is with me who's not impressed by anything. I said, Cameron, you're about to witness the craziest thing you've ever, you know, be a part of craziness coming. Right. Um, she said at the, toward the end of the half that she had to get up cause she was about to fall asleep. So there's teenage daughters for you. Uh, but, but for me, <laughs> for me, it was just, it was, it was so tense. So, uh, I don't know, just like the the angst and the and the venom and fifteen thousand people ready to to go to go to war over a basketball is amazing. And you know, I felt that intensity because I worked for Chris Beard for five years. He was the his first year was my first year, and uh, just pure madness at every every you know. The students stand. Everyone stood. Uh, just my ears rang for about a day, and it was just, um, and there was a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. And I think some of that pressure has been relieved now, and it will start to ramp up again when you go back down there. But uh, these guys are just playing. How do you feel about Chris Beard personally? Um, there were some rocky moments. Um, when he was at Tech, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, and and just overall uh, tension there, but I think that's what he did. He, he he had expectations for everyone, and and you you broke yourself to try and and make those um, wishes that he had, you know, come true. So um, it's it's a lot easier as far as the overall work environment with Mark Adams, which I'm all about, about that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's just a whole lot more relaxed and easy with coach Adams. And, uh, I'm all about that. What has been this? Are you surprised at the success he's had in year one? Coach Adams? Yes, Absolutely. Yeah. What's the secret there? What what has he done so well? Well, it's um, put together a good staff. We didn't know who was going to be on the staff. I'm going to give you the reasons why I think it, it's, it's a surprise to me. Um, you had two guys left in the aftermath when Beard took, took the show to Austin, as far as coaches, him and Sean Sutton. You didn't have any idea who was going to come back and play. Uh, T.J. Shannon, who's been, you know, played 12 games, Marcus Santos Silva, Kevin McCuller, and Clarence Fidoni. Um That's all that came back. I mean, Tech's got some pretty good uh, players around the Big 12 that are uh, from last year's team, uh, you know, with PV. And, and um, help me out. Who else? Mm, I'm blanking right now. Me too. God dang. Um Anyway, it'll hit me. Um, 
So there was not, there was not a lot left. You had, oh, uh, OSU's got uh, the 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 oh uh, yeah, Tariq. Thank you. Yeah, Tariq. Um, those guys played against each other last night. Um, so there's just so little there, and I, by little, you don't know if he's going to get the job. You don't know who's coming back to play. Okay, so. Once they say, okay, now green light, you get the job, you start to build the staff, you know exactly who you got coming back, and the ball starts rolling. And then you get the transfers, and they've really hit the lottery again on transfers. And then you got to get them to play well together, leap through COVID uh, protocol situations. And so, yeah, it's it has been – quite a joy to watch them piece all this together toby and then you know just they're they're all so long and 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 physical and athletic that it's hard to score on them so i would say you know some people are like oh you didn't have any faith in mark adams no 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 that's not the case i mean eventually he was going to do some good things in my opinion but not like this toby they're in the top 10 i am i'm really surprised it's been unbelievable. It's been, it's been unbelievable. What is the strength of this team? What do they do best? And if they have a weakness, what is it? Okay, well, the best thing they do is keep you out of the paint. Just Mark Adams' defense, one-on-one. And they can be exposed from the perimeter if teams start to get hot. We saw it, Toby, with Gonzaga. We saw it with Providence. We saw it with Ochai Abaji, and those games were eventually resulted in losses. So um, they, they're, it's like, I don't know, remember the um, Star Wars, you know, where they're looking for the weak spot on the Death Star? Yeah. I mean, there's kind of some of that going on where you know it's there. It's just hard to see, but if you can hit it, you can blow up the Death Star. Right. What is the de- what is the weak spot? The outside that, jumper? That, is that what you're saying? Yeah, Getting yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got you. That that can happen because if you look and and the you know, numbers are everywhere, but there was one point where Texas Tech had held its competition to its team low of the year in points in the paint. Mm-hmm. Just low, 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 low. That's them keeping you out of the paint and really making it tough to score in the interior. And then, but you can pop over the top sometimes against the red Raiders. Yeah. That, that's, that's an ominous news for Oklahoma. I would say going into tonight, cause they have not shot the ball well in this losing streak that they're in right now. So, well, neither Texas tech. I mean, and gosh, in conference play, I think they're averaging uh, four threes per game. All right. Uh, love you, brother. Can't wait to see you tonight. And uh, take care of level for me. We'll see you down at the uh, Ellen. Get a nap. We got a late one tonight. Yeah, we'll we'll try to get rested. And he'll be going in tonight without a broken finger, like I yeah, did to well, him that one time. So. Right. Well, I mean, there's still time. So. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. let's hey, thank you, T. Rowe, for everything you said. Keep him safe between now and then. I can't wait to see the mustache. See you, buddy. Yeah, I'm unva- right. unveil it for you tonight. All right. See you, Jeff Axton. He's the best. We'll take a break. Eight thirty-four. Back after this. The Ref. Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Poetry. 
It's what it is. I mean, Paul Harvey. They it, don't make it, them like Paul Harvey anymore. Nah, that's why I'm telling you, man. I missed the. I missed my era. I, I uh, you know, Paul Harvey was a little after the, the days of. Uh, Red Barber and the early days of Vince Scully and when all we had was radio and broadcast all these baseball broadcasts of the Brooklyn Dodgers and like that. that but the early days of television and the prime days of radio and I know Paul Harvey lingered long after that but the rest of the story but uh, I assume he wrote that himself what a beautiful beautiful Oh, I don't know what else to call it. Prose poem. Great. That's TJ's number one all-time Super Bowl commercial, by the way. Uh, all right, welcome back. Good stuff from Jeff Haxton there. It's going to, you know, what he was talking about is absolutely right, though, as far as, like, keys go. Uh, Oklahoma, when they were at their best. Oh, spoiler alert, by the way. Turn your... Turn your... Uh, it's time for a Toby Curling Olympic update. Please turn down your radio. Well, I tell you, we're coming to a measurement here. They're in the 10th and final end. The U.S. leads 5-4, to four, and we've got uh, two rocks in the middle that are very close as to who's closer. So if the Russians are closer, we're going extra innings. And if the Americans are closer, the U.S. has just won. So we got a measurement coming up. We've got a concerned listener off the air that just let me know. And now I'm worried about Mike Steely. Uh, Caleb Williams was apparently on Good Morning America this morning. So <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> he said look for audio clips of that to be cut up later today. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, be near- oh, boy. I'm nervous over this measurement. But uh, what I was saying about OU basketball is, um, you know, they get so many points on, on running good offense and getting layups and in the lane. That's why they shot such high field goal percentage for much of the year. But – Tech clogs the lane, and uh, they make you hit outside shots against them. And uh, hopefully tonight's the night we've been waiting for when Oklahoma gets hot. If they do, uh, Tech's beatable. Oh, what's the measurement say? Dun, dun, dun. Well, I can't say the sound is down. What do we got? I think they gave the point to Russia. Not even Russia. ROC. I think we're going to extra innings. Is that what it is, what it is in curling? Is ends. Ends. Yeah, it looks like we're going to extra ends. Um, Dramatic. What am I talking about? Oh. Got to hit shots. And uh, I said this yesterday, but the three-point percentage for OU in this seven of eight that they've lost is in the neighborhood of 22% from three-point range. Um, and so – Got to have one of those nights where you shoot the ball well. And really, that's going to be the story for me the rest of the year. Is they shoot the ball well, they're formidable. The day they beat Arkansas, they blew out Arkansas. I think they went like 14 of 23 from three-point range. They've had some games this year where Mo has lit it up. Tanner, EJ, Jalen Hill was hitting threes early in the year. Shag can hit threes. They've had some games, but it's been a while since they've had those games. And the, the good news is it, it tends to be contagious. When you have one, you might string together two, three, four in a row. It goes the other way, too. And they've been in a tough, a tough stretch as far as shooting the basketball goes. And if they're going to dig out of this, not only beat Tech tonight, but you know finish this season the way that they want to, 
for me, it's pretty simple. They're going to have to shoot the basketball better. Uh, make outside shots. Not only is that points, but it makes everything so much easier. It creates driving lanes. Defenders have to come out on you, which leads to uh, open men inside. It leads to layups. It leads, it leads to defenses collapsing where you find other open men. Um, so I'm going to say they've got to shoot. They've got to make. You give you tell me, and I'll tell you whether I think it's how many threes does OU have to make tonight to win? If they make twenty, they're going to win. I'm not really in a mood to be messed with right now. <laughs> We're in the eleventh end of a highly dramatic <laughs> curling game. I'm on edge. I do think it needs to be a lot though. Maybe eleven. 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 Jimmy, Christmas, that's a lot. Um, that's where I'm at right now. I need 11 three-pointers to feel comfortable. I don't think nine? I don't think it's quite. Nine? Eight? Nine? That fit, make you feel better? How many rebounds do they have to be within? Because I don't think they can out-rebound Tech. What should they be within? Oh, I don't know. Um, so, you haven't given me your three points either. So many questions. We got to get to a break because I got to get over to campus. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to say they have to hit nine threes. I like that number. Okay. And they have to be at least even on the boards. So they can't be in a deficit, you don't think? Yeah. I'm saying well, they can be within five if they're hitting nine or ten three-pointers. They might still be all right. The good thing about Tech is Tech does not have a ton of size. They got length, but they don't have the seven-footers. They don't have Musa Cisse. They don't have the dude at Auburn. They, no, not size like that, no. They've got some, some guys got with six, some five, length. Six, 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 seven dudes all over the court. Yeah, Bryson Williams, is the, they're six eight in the middle. So they don't have like that next-level size. Like Tanner Groves will be the tallest guy on the court for much of the night tonight. Um. And Shagwa, too. So, yeah, eight threes even on the boards, OU wins. No, nine. nine eight, I'm going eight threes. Eight threes. Eight threes even on the boards, OU wins. All right. There, All right I'll be on the people. phone for the final segment. Uh, we'll be back. It's the Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer. Weekdays from 9 a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. All right, final segment. The crossover is always brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. We welcome in now a man who is headed to Cali today. Chris Blank. What's the schedule today, Chris? Did, did I literally just walk by you and not see you, you leaving the studio? You crossed down the other hallway as he oh. walked down this hallway, yeah. Yeah, I had to – I really had to pee. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts <laughs> about it. Uh, so, what? What? Uh, first of all, real quick, you got we got TV today or something? Super no, secret. we got a – Department-wide meeting I've got to participate Ooh. in today, or get to participate in. Today. Look at you. I've never been privy to a department-wide meeting. Congratulations. We are okay. leaving at 1 o'clock. So uh, the show wraps up. Are we connecting anywhere? Or are we? Oh, you know what? That's a really good question. I probably need to look okay. at the... I, when you get in tonight, uh, I think we get in in plenty of time. 
uh, to watch the game is at least my understanding. Let's see here. The magic of Teamworks can get all of these questions answered in a short amount of time. Interesting sidebar that I don't think Coach would mind me sharing, but um, we actually are traveling our equipment on a separate flight because, Ouch. yeah, our 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 flight from oh wow, how about this? No nonstop Oklahoma City to LAX. Wow, that didn't happen very often. Yeah, we will get there. We will get there at 4.43 specific time. So we'll be in good shape, I think. I think. Um, and, then we're, and then we are uh, practicing tonight? We then over to the stadium and practice tonight? Uh, we're doing dinner tonight, and we're spending some time at the Santa Monica Pierre. I know it's Pierre. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then, um, and then we're in Santa Barbara tonight, and then we play UC Santa Barbara tomorrow. And then we're off to uh, Santa Ana, California, for Friday. The game's Thursday. The game tomorrow. And uh oh, uh, you, you, you right, good? Are you all right? You good? Yeah, fire truck. Fire truck was okay. by. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm good. I have no idea what's going on in this uh, curling match right now, but apparently, man buns and tattoos are required to be a participant. Who's in this. winning? How many rocks we got left? This is the extra ends right now. It's U.S. and Russia. It is winning. F- five to five still. There's yeah. three of the little red things with a handle and two of the little yellow things with a handle. Ooh, who's in the closest to the middle? Uh, we are. Red Red's is. in the middle? Yeah. Okay. Now, okay. I have final shot, so that's yeah. good. That's yeah. good. But I-, I was just saying, we're at two different stadiums. So one stadium that we're at for – the game's on. Oh, big bounce! Knocked it off! Let's go! Um, we're at one stadium in Irvine, California on Thursday. Oh, pardon me. How and are we not doing curling play-by-play in the Olympics? I don't know any of the rules right now, but it is fascinating. Uh, uh, to kind of watch yeah, a clap. So, anyway, we're, we're at Santa Barbara tomorrow for the game against UC Santa Barbara. And then we travel to play the Mark Campbell Classic in Irvine, California. But it's not at UC Irvine. It's actually at a park. So it's going to be kind of a really cool setting for Oklahoma and UCLA on Saturday night. Which that is, is irritating huge. about the state of California. Go we ahead. We on the state of California a lot. But their athletic facilities out there are garbage pretty much. For Diamond Sports especially, well, right? Yeah, for Diamond. Well... Have football yeah, outside of SoFi. What do they have football wise? Yeah, I mean they just they just don't put any money. Like Stan, even Stanford's athletic facilities, I've been told, are not very good. So, uh, yeah, I you know now Stand that you mention that you're the defending national champion. Think about this, Chavez Ravine. If you want to play there, you that's know? a boy. Now there is something that we should look at doing: a softball tournament inside Dodger Stadium. Let's go. Yeah. Um, That'd be great. By the way, I got a text just now. You'll like this. You were on the uh, Lincoln Riley flight, the nonstop to L.A. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. pretty good. Pretty good. Well, hey, just letting you know, Coach Gasso is on that flight, but USC does not have a softball team, so everybody can calm down just really? a little bit. Yeah, how about that? All right, so wow, I'm, I okay. Right, I'm very confused right now, Toby. I need to get an update. There are two yellow puck things in the red, and then there are R2 that are in the blue. It looks like... Closest to the middle is what matters. Oh, well, they got so, two yellow ones there. 
when the last stone is thrown and we have the last stone, whoever right. has one closest to the middle gets the point ah. for how many ever they have closer than the other team. Oof. So we got to get a red one in there to win. Otherwise, the Russians are going to win this thing. How many stones are left? Two for red, one for yellow. Okay, so we got to get we got to get in there tight. A lot of scrubbing going on tight. right now. A lot of scrubbing. Yeah, that's right. Well, I hope you have great travels today. I hope Thanks, you have, Tira. Like, I'm excited. Flights. Uh, everything goes smoothly, and then we will talk to you tomorrow morning. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we're all good. We'll have all the show live from there. Ooh, that's going to be early out there. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow morning in California. Can't wait. Thanks to Jeff Haxton for joining us live today. You find folks as well. 8 o'clock tip tonight, the LNC. I'll see all of you there. 7.30 pregame. Have a great Wednesday, everybody.